0: He's bigger. He's badder. It's the hatred. He's returned. Yeah, I'm glad. Yes, hit the theme music.
1: back time. What is that a reference to? That's Back to the Future. Is that a theme? That's a theme song. That's a theme song. Huey Lewis and the News sang it. I sing Back in Time. Yeah, I'm gonna go back. In time Do they say, uh, bow, 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 bow. Do they say back go to back the future? In time. <laughs>
0: I only remember uh, Horatio Sanz's uh constant reiteration of him going, We're gonna go back in
1: time Yeah, that's it. <laughs>
0: okay. That's
1: cool. go! Welcome, listener readers. Hello, everyone. To the show with a purplest curtain. Indeed, I keep on brushing up against it, but they're very yeah. cozy. It's uh, it, a yeah. it's like a murder mystery novel with very very low stakes. Yeah, we need
0: to kind of redo this eventually so that it's up against the wall as opposed to hanging from theoretically the theoretically, Daniel.
1: We could move our recording setup like six inches to one direction.
0: Yeah, but this is also my walk-in closet, so mm-hmm. uh, my actual this is top clo- gallon walk-in closet. This is top gallon walk-in closet where we host. Slow readers.
1: Wow. The name
0: of the show. Uh, this is a show about books. This is a show about reading books. This is the show about the written word. This is a show about keeping the books. This is a show about buying the entire series on mass paperback off of Amazon. Mm-hmm. Used. Oh, I,
1: no, I did it off eBay. Ebay,
0: mm-hmm. that's fair. So whatever. Yeah, I think it's like the same thing, pretty much.
1: Yeah. Welcome to Slow Readers, your uh-huh. weekly fast-paced literature podcast, brought to you by Top Gallant Radio. Oh. We are a real literature show. We promise. Can't you tell by all those episode titles? This is episode one hundred and six.
0: Yeah, good for a good memory. I think I would have said one hundred and five. Yeah, it yeah, was last week. Um, yeah, good. I am
1: one of your hosts.
0: Uh, you are the co-host. What is your co-host, co-host?
1: Hello, everyone. My co-host, co So if you're the co-host and, I, and I'm the co-host, co-host, that would be me.
0: Yes, the co-host, co-host.
1: Yes, with the mo-host. Uh-huh. Right. Yes. I am Gabe Mara. <laughs> I am a comedian sometimes. I'm a writer most of the time, an audio producer as well. And soon I'll be performing podcasts thing I did in Oakland. It's very exciting. That's very exciting.
0: I can't believe that's coming up. You've been working on this for the better part of a decade.
1: Well for a year at least. I've been producing this I've been in like so no joke. Um I've been working with a podcast called Self-Evident, Telling Asian America Stories. Mm -hmm. And finally I've been reporting a story on this. It's about me, to be fair. And I've been doing it for over a year. And you know it's it's fucking go time. I'll be performing at Cam Fest in Oakland this Saturday. So if Damn you happen girl. to be in Oakland, come hang. Damn girl. Damn bro. That's exciting. Co-host, who are you? Also, what's your name? Did you say your name? Yeah, I said Gabe Mara. Okay, right.
0: You said it very quickly. Then we'll yeah. to the other
1: thing. It's like um, if you say uh, if you really slow down, the name of that giant turtle. It's like my name.
0: Gamera. What's the name of the turtle? Gamera. Oh, Gamera. Gamera,
1: the giant girl friend to all the children. Yeah, I know, but there's like a bunch of... Every famous... time that King of the Monsters come commercial comes up, I keep on hoping oh. that somehow they got the rights to Gamera, but that's just not the case. I, I
0: I wish. Do you think that, honestly, Gamera is too fucking weird for the new Godzilla movies? Weirder than Mothra? Yeah, I mean, by comparison, Mothra is like grounded. <laughs> I guess. I mean, Gamera has like rocket blasts that no, come out didn't. of it. It's, it's, yeah, when he when, he, uh, when his legs, later on, when the legs maybe. Pull, in a, pull up in his shell he I flies around. I think that's a later by...
1: iteration of Gamera. All right. Because earlier like... he was just a, he was just like a Godzilla clone. He's just a big fucking turtle. Well, I've mostly
0: seen the ones that were mm-hmm. in color where he fought other monsters and flew around.
1: Yes, everyone. This is the most accessible show on iTunes We're talking about Stitcher. Gamera, right? I'm
0: on Gamera. You know. All right, one second. Co-host, who are you? Co-host, I am Daniel Gonzalez. Hello. Uh, not a producer, writer, editor and an author.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: hmm And um, I and do.
1: birthday boy! Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, in real time, it's. Her
1: birthday boy! Technically,
0: this episode's coming on my birthday, but. Yeah, that's what I meant. The actual episode will come. Uh, the, the Next week's episode will actually be a selfish birthday pick.
1: Yes. yes. It's going to be a very, very selfish birthday pick. It is. It's not and that selfish. I mean, very Jesus Christ. Selfish. <laughs> it's like, you are so you selfish. You are so myself. demanding. No one have anything. Maybe I'm, I'm just too demanding. Maybe I'm just like, my father, too bold. What? It's a Prince thing. Anyway, um, (laughs) quickly, if you're here only for the book talk, after Mm -hmm. all, this is the beginning of a brand new mini-series we're doing, all about Dennis Lehane's Kenzie Gennaro series. This is book one, and if you want to go ahead and skip ahead to just the book talk, if you want to skip all of our pitta-patta, check the show notes. You can swipe right ahead to it, and then, you know, just hurt our feelings. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's cool. It's fine. Welcome uh, to Daniel Take My Hand. Daniel Take My Hand, yeah. I kind of want to call it Gabe, um, Gabe, Gone, gaby Gabe. Wait. Gaby wait, Gaby baby, Gaby. Sure, Gaby baby, Gaby.
0: Yeah, <laughs> baby, That, that, Gabby, that, that Gabby. tracks. That, 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 uh, that makes sense. Kenzie, it... you believe it? That... Kenzie, you believe it. Jesus Christ. All mm-hmm. right, let's slow down. But first off, Generali we're not...
1: Generally speaking, Kenzie, you believe it?
0: We're not there yet. Okay. Okay. Because, okay, but again, uh, we are going to talk about the book. Just go down to the notes. You'll see the, the time code when we talk. When you start talking about uh, A Drink Before the War by Denny, the
1: Hatred. Dennis, the Hatred, uh, Lane. And, uh, but for now, we're going to do something first, Gabriel. It's called The Fuck Around Times. It's
0: called The Fuck Around Times. Specifically, Gabriel, mm-hmm. we've been playing an ongoing game. About what? About... James Patterson, mm. Clive Custler, mm-hmm. Stuart Woods, and a fuck ton of other dudes. Cool. And what's this team called? <laughs> this well the name actually changes now and then, but I believe the title, if I'm remembering this right hold on, if I'm remembering this right, is Patterson's Custlers of the Woods.
1: Uh, it's just Patterson one Custler's the Woods. It's like it's like a sentence. Patterson Custler's the Patterson, Woods. Patterson Custers of the Woods. Patterson Custlers of the Woods. Patterson Custlers Patterson of
0: Custlers the Woods. Hey. That's the theme music. Yep. Uh and it is it is recorded every single time. Brand new and fresh. Live. By Gabriel and mm-hmm.
1: Daniel. We are just like the live TV show of Buck, Hen- Buck Henry. Buck Owens' live band playing every week because they didn't know how to record tape. Nice. Yeah. Anyway. Uh... <laughs> Full tape ahead of a show.
0: Anyway, okay. Daniel. So. We have a game. Patterson
1: cultures of the Woods.
0: We got a game. And uh, and uh, for, for longtime listeners... Basically, uh, it is a chance where we can kind of just slightly josh around up at the expense of certain authors, like mm-hmm. James Patterson or Custler.
1: Yeah. Have you actually read a James Patterson book, Daniel? No.
0: Maybe we should for the show.
1: You know, since we, play, since we play this game, maybe next time we need a break. Mm-hmm. Next time, like after A Prayer for Owen Meany, which, let's face it, is probably going to be a two or three parter, mm-hmm. um, we should do a single Patterson, a single Custler, a single Woods book. I am not looking forward to reading Stuart Woods. <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, I feel like it's going to be more fun than Patterson. We'll
0: see about that. Anyway. Like, anyway. We'll, we'll, well, that is a bigger discussion another time. But what a, is this game? This game. All right. So I, I'm the one who created it this time. And it's not too terribly different Okay. than, uh, than like, kind of like the original bear version of this. Mm-hmm. With some slight aberrations. Sure. That's a word.
1: Aberrations. Yep. <laughs>
0: I'm sticking mm-hmm. to it.
1: Yep. Daniel is aberrant behavior. But, like, ab- aberrant and, like, deviant always yeah. have, like, negative connotations. Yeah,
0: pretty much. And aberration means, like, a freak of nature almost. Pretty much. But, Leah, uh, I mean, still, it works. Mm-hmm. So, what am I? That guy in, season, in episode three of season five of The Wire? No, it was episode four. What? The one guy, remember there's that one guy on the team who, like, uh, when they're talking about using the word incised... And like they go to like the incensed, one... incensed. That's what it was. Yeah. Incensed, and like they like the the one guy pushes it to like the the line editor and lighters, is like, I think it'll work, and like mm-hmm. let's ask Doug over there. Yeah, and Doug's like, like and incensed
1: Doug... implies much more um, anger. It, yeah, it replies like a like a an emotion, mad, obsession, like a mad obs- yeah, upset. You, you, like, you, you, yeah, yeah, anyway. yeah. This is also a Wire podcast. This is also this a Wire podcast. I,
0: I mean, like, look, I gotta be honest. We're in the final. Well, actually, we'll get to the later when we talk about the hatred mm-hmm. for a very big reason.
1: That's true. He wrote for the Wire. Yeah, he won an Emmy for the Wire. No, it, they never won any Emmys ever. There was like a like a, a big award for that's for season four. Anyway, Jesus Christ, they never won an Emmy. No, you know it's the, the Wire was shunned every year and every year people
0: are like what the fuck you know it, it's just like whenever you go back in time and you just you think that like that like so-and-so did not win the oscar for that it's a real movie, green book kind of situation and you're just like oh i guess something more deserving won
1: mm-hmm. anyway yeah. anyway
0: so how does uh, this gameplay daniel well it changes every time i have four things and uh every time things? yeah i haven't heard you pieces uh, Penises? Penises? Penny. All right. Uh, so I have four I have four questions, and the game questions. changes for each question. Mm. Now, a lot of them is basically going to – some of them will be a shot in the dark. Some of them will rely on your very faint knowledge – our faint knowledge, actually – of uh, James Patterson, Clive Cussler, Stuart Woods, and others. Sounds like a real Pink Panther kind of situation. So, for example, yep. this first one is quick. Okay. I'm just going to name the title of the book. Okay. No description of it. Okay, and you're gonna guess who the who the author is. All right, I feel okay. like this is
1: gonna this is gonna be a rolling ball. This is gonna be this is gonna be a shot in the dark, but we'll see. Okay. Also, you might know what it is. Okay. All right. The title of the book. Yes. Oh, should we quickly say who these people are? Who no. Patterson, Custler and Woods are? We refuse to. Anyway. Okay. So these people? I mean, the, the, sorry. The book title. Yeah. Three literary giants of kind of shoddy bestsellers. And this time, four. Four. Oh my
0: goodness. The name of the book. Okay. Pay attention. Is Deja. Dead. Okay. (laughs) It's a good title. Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) When I mean it's a good title, I mean it's it's not a good title. Yeah. Anyway, so who wrote "Deja Dead"? Okay. Is it A. James Patterson? Hmm. B. Clive Cussler. Okay. C. Stuart Woods. Okay. Or D. Kathy Reichs
1: i am almost certain that that is kathy reich's because it is not it doesn't sound like a ridiculous battleship helicopter zombie nazi thing like clive Cussler would do mm-hmm. um that is actually kind of it's clever in a stupid way and not not bad in a boring way like um patterson's titles yeah Stuart woods i think his sound a little bit more viable it's like it's like calling a book like indecent exposure yeah yeah. it's like that sounds kind of sexy but i don't want to read it yeah. i'm gonna say that that is kathy reich's Final is answer? that a temperance brennan book
0: uh, probably but yeah yes you're right bones
1: uh... <laughs> bones, bones baby actually
0: no i think when i looked this up it was a different uh different
1: person kathy reich's writes other kathy reich's other book characters yeah you got it <laughs> <laughs> i thought so uh... Well,
0: speaking of which, yes, Daniel. Speaking of Kathy Reichs, we're book people. Uh, the next question is a Kathy Reichs question. Okay, David Boreanaz. For example, uh, well, this is okay. This is actually what I was thinking about. This one does not uh, feature bones. The, uh, the what is she? She's a she's a she is poly- a forensic,
1: forensic anthropologist. Anthropologist who investigates murders. Yeah, like cold cases involving bones, I believe. Yeah, whatever the fuck. All right. Also so, ones involving temperance. So this is a description, a plot
0: synopsis okay. of a Kathy Reich's book. And you must guess which of the four titles I have afterwards is okay. the actual title. And they are illiterate. Are they all... And they're what? They're all illiterate. Uh, like, alliterative? Alliterative. Yeah, alliterative, That's what I meant Sure. Say. Um Are they all real? Uh, No. Oh. Okay. So anyway, so here's the plot, right? Nine-year-old Emily Ann Toussaint is fatally shot on a Montreal Street. A North Carolina teen-
1: a horrible crime rate in Montreal Street.
0: <laughs> a North Carolina teenager disappears from her home. Well, remember, as uh, the Great La Hatred said, like makes a point, and it it's like if a black person dies, you know, it's like a statistic. But if a white person dies, it's a horrible. All hell breaks loose. Yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> Not that Kathy Reichs helps any. Uh Uh, A North Carolina teenager disappears from her home, and parts of her skeleton are found hundreds of miles away. The shocking deaths propel Tempe Brennan. Temperance Brennan? Why is it? Wait, her name in here, the short version is Tempe. It looks like temperance, but it literally ends after that second e. Tempe? Yeah, like Like, tempe. Like
1: the like the vegetarian
0: meat i guess so okay like unless that's unless temp- that's a... tempe. yeah honestly because i i realized once i read this i was like no that is her it's just i think that's her nickname temp
1: but but why why do they call her bones then it doesn't say bones uh, the whole point of calling her bones was no one calls her temperance
0: uh and this apparently the the plot synopsis calls her tempa
1: interesting
0: <laughs> and also it makes sense if it'd be temp yeah Or tempy. temp it's i don't
1: know Let's say temp. The tempe. That's definitely not. Tempe,
0: maybe. I don't know. Imagine like
1: David <laughs> Boreanaz going like, "Oh, tempe." Oh, tempe. Mm-hmm.
0: The shocking deaths propel Tempe Brennan uh-huh. from north to south and deep into a shattering investigation inside the bizarre culture of outlaw motorcycle gangs.
1: Oh, where boy!
0: One misstep can bring disaster for herself or someone she loves. David Boreanaz. So. Yep. Which alliterative mm-hmm. uh, title is it? Okay. Is it A, All the Airwaves? Okay. B, Brittle Bones? Okay. C,
1: Carolina Cryptic? Or D, Deadly Decisions? It is either Brittle Bones or Deadly Decisions. I think I'm... Because you, you really went so far as to be like, huh, they don't mention bones in this but it's in the title. That would be a really weird oversight. Mm-hmm. But Deadly Decision seems too bland. I'm going to go with Brittle Bones. You're going with Brittle Bones? Brittle no Bones.
0: Is that your final answer?
1: It is. Gabriel,
0: mm-hmm. you are wrong. Oh, it was a Deadly Decision? <laughs> it was Deadly Decision. Damn it! You know, I always think it's a d- it's a dead giveaway when the 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 title sounds more real. You're right. The only two realish ones there were brittle bones and deadly decisions. Mm-hmm. But like deadly decisions, I wouldn't have come up with that with that plot description. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I mean, that's why like I, ca- I was like all the airwaves because mm-hmm. like I don't decisions. What the fuck? Yeah, I don't know.
1: who made a decision? Like, who made these decisions? Any
0: story can be called deadly decisions. Like literally anyone. Literally. Okay. So the next Clifford one. Clifford and the Deadly Decisions. The next game is a James Patterson game. All right. Okay. So I'm gonna read the description. Of the James Patterson novel, mm-hmm. or the, the synopsis. James Patterson, the New novel. Jersey. James Patterson, the great author of *Honeymoon* and *NYPD
1: Red* too. Yeah, that was it's great. always the one I pull out because I just hate
0: it. Although, oddly enough, when you when you look through a lot of his books, there are a lot of the uh, the ones that he wrote with like other people and whatnot, which yeah. is always a
1: thing. Kiss the girls,
0: but um, well, actually, that's a original. That's all him. Yeah, we should read uh that other that one or *Along Came a Spider*, which I think are his better known ones.
1: Yeah, um, I I paged through *Kiss the Girls* as a teenage boy. Yeah. I think we all did at some point. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah.
0: I saw the movie. Yeah, we all saw Ashley Judd, and we're like, hmm. No, I don't think I saw that. I think I saw Along... I think Along Came a Spider was a Morgan Freeman movie, and that's... So the Morgan one Freeman's
1: that. also in Kiss the Girls. Which he is
0: the one... Wasn't he like a quadriplegic? In... No. That might have been a different movie. Also, it might have been Denzel Washington. I think it was Denzel Washington. All right, whatever.
1: Playing a quadriplegic? Yeah,
0: maybe. Maybe that's Along Came a Spider. I don't yeah, I think know. think
1: about that movie, did they, was it Taken? Liam Neeson's? No, it's the one of where like he's he's fighting like a like a demon who possesses bodies. What? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? I don't remember. Go okay. on. All
0: right. Anyway, that we'll 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 table that. So James Patterson game. I'm going to name. I'm gonna I'm gonna read the description off of Amazon, and you're gonna guess what what somewhat erotic slash pornography ish title or okay. word uh, uh is the actual title. The mm-hmm. other, one is real. The Boob other extravaganza
1: three by James Patterson. Close. Anyway.
0: Lauren Stilwell is not your average damsel in distress.
1: Oh, no. When the
0: NYPD cop discovers her husband leaving a ho- Wait, leaving a hotel.
1: Let me read this. It's fucking, God damn it.
0: uh Leaving a like hotel.
1: Automatic with- red flag. Blanky blank is not your average. More or less anything else it, is annoying. Add damsel in distress and I'm <laughs> like, I'm out. Hey, man. This dude, this dude is like
0: sells books like fucking no one's business. That's true. on,
1: like hotcakes. Yeah,
0: he knows. This this person knows like how to sell books better than anybody else. You know, are we
1: snobs? Yeah, we
0: are. Yeah, it's true. Uh, When the NYPD cop discovers her husband leaving a hotel room with another woman, she decides to beat him at his
1: own game. Wait, so Lauren Stilwell's the cop? Lauren. (laughs) <laughs> Wait, Even let me jacket's in, like and confusing let me go on
0: uh, but her revenge goes dangerously awry when she finds her world spinning spare spiraling Spending into spare a hell spiraling. that becomes more terrifying by the hour oh no in a further twist of fate
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Lauren
0: mm-hmm. Mistake on a job that threatens everything she stood for. As far as I know, this book this says nothing. Now she's <laughs> now she's paralyzed by a deadly secret that could tear her she's life the apart. She's the quadriplegic. She's the quadriplegic. Maybe uh, Denzel Washington played her. That'd be cool. Uh, uh, Tears a life. He could apart. do it. You know he could. With, with her job and marriage on the line, Lauren's desire for retribution becomes a lethal inferno, blah blah blah. As she fights to save her livelihood blah blah blah. Boring. I know. Fell asleep reading that. Mm-hmm. Gabriel, what is the title of this book? But it's James Patterson book. It is. Is it, I meant to say. Mm-hmm. A, going under. Ugh. B, quickie. Oh. C, money shot. Oh. Or D, reverse cowgirl.
1: Oh my god! I want it to be the last one very badly. <laughs> That'd be great if yeah. Maybe. You like you put like these excessively pornographic <laughs> things in these stories that are just like not even that sexy thrillers.
0: Like, it's like a double entendre, and then at the end, it's just like and then bukaki or something like that, you know?
1: <laughs> like bukkake on <laughs> the page. Um, I don't think it's going under. Okay, that's too that's too bland. Okay, it's too bland. Are you sure this is maybe Patterson. you know? I feel like it's it's, it's terrible, but I kind of want it to be quickie. Uh huh. What are the other two again?
0: Uh, well, it was besides. Okay, it was ne- besides going under,
1: cowgirl. <laughs> going under. Yeah,
0: quickie, money shot.
1: Let's go with money shot.
0: Money shot. Yeah. See, is that your final guess? It is Regis Gabriel. You are wrong. No, the answer was quickie. Fuck!
1: <laughs> All right,
0: <laughs> damn it! Uh... And
1: I should have stuck with my guns. There's nothing in there. I guess the
0: I guess the double entendre is that some chick blows her husband, gives him a quickie, which is kind of a waste of a hotel room, if you ask me. I mean, a, a blower isn't a quickie. Well, I mean, well, how about this? Usually, for some reason, in in my knowledge of the word quickie, it's always kind of referred to as a quickie quickie like that. Uh, but uh, yeah, essentially. Uh, it I could believe just be in be general
1: anything. parlance, a quickie is an extremely quick sex session, or just any kind of quick thing. I think straight up, it's intercourse very quickly. Usually,
0: uh, usually, whenever I hear it, it's uh, it's always in, it's always referring to like a quick, specifically blowjob. Hmm. Not not necessarily oral sex, just blowjob.
1: Listeners, Wait. right into us. Listeners,
0: right into us. Also, uh, tell ask, us about, about your
1: favorite quickie. Yeah, uh, name
0: a make a book make a James Patterson novel with the title Reverse Cowgirl.
1: Yes. Uh, Listeners, also, we're always taking suggestions for games if you mm. want to try and stump us even better. Gabriel, Aww.
0: final game. Okay. This is a very similar game, mm-hmm. except it's called The Stuart Woods Game. Okay. I'm going to read the plot description. Into the Woods. Off of Am... Into the Woods. Into the Woods. Into, into the, the woods, woods. Into the, the woods. woods. I'm going to do this quick. Stuart Woods, same thing as the last time. Uh, <laughs> it the, the, the You'll see the titles have something in common, but you mm-hmm. need to guess which one is right. Okay. All right, Stuart Wood's game. Again, this is the plot description. You need to guess which one is the title. Sure. Newly ensconced with, in his Santa Fe abode with... Oh, man. there's like, kind of, Those are a
1: bunch of words <laughs> I don't like saying. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck kind of writing is this already? Newly ensconced Newly in his Santa a, Fe abode, abode
0: with with a lovely female companion gross. Stone Barrington. I just oh, Stone. I just want to point out that's not the fake name we get them. That is a real. That What's is... the
1: fake name we came up? Dirt. Dirt textures. I
0: I think uh the one I, what the one I deleted was something like like oat cereal or something like that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, earlier I was like oh boy, like like I'm gonna water this new plant I got. I got you for those dirt textures. Like, dirt <clears throat> textures.
0: textures. I should call my new plant Stone, stone Barrington. Yeah. Uh, stone Barrington receives a call from an old friend requesting a delicate. I almost said flower.
1: <laughs> a, situ- a delicate
0: flower. A situation has arisen that could Shituation. escalate into an explosive quag quagmire. Come on,
1: come on. Man. And, only... <laughs> and <With> someone's <laughs> sitting there, with like a thesaurus being like, "Oh, oh God, someone, I got to spice this up.
0: Someone pulled this out of his or her ass and mm-hmm. just like was just like, like let's use let's use poppy words.
1: It was some real like 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 ambitious intern being like, this uh, is my time to shine. This is I'm, I all right
0: anyway." And only someone with stone's stealth and <laughs> subtlety can contain the damage. Okay. At the center of these events is an impressive gentleman whose star is on the rise. An
1: impressive gentleman.
0: And who'd like to get stone in his corner.
1: Yeah, it's stoned in the corner.
0: He's charming and ambitious and has friends in high places. The kind of man who seems to be a sure bet. But in the fickle circles of power... Fortunes rise and fall on the turn of a dime, and it may turn out that stone holds the key—not just to one man's fate, but to the fate of the nation. Wow, oh, that escalated! My
1: god. That
0: escalated. I felt like it was like it was like Hollywood power games, and all of a sudden it's like—and then the world is at stake. Fucking hell! Sure,
1: I don't. I know. You should read these
0: things ahead of time. Uh huh. Um, okay, Gabriel. Yes, Daniel. Which is the real title? A, right in the stones. Oh no. B, below the belt. Oh god. C. Punch to the balls. <laughs> D, you'll never have children again.
1: It has to be B, right? <laughs> Please, God, let it be B. B,
0: which is below the belt. Are you yeah. sure?
1: I mean, if it's any of the others, that would be insane. Gabriel, you're yeah. right. Yeah, I win. The, I got half right? You got Yeah, you got two out of four. Yeah, I yeah. got half right. All right, oh, cool. Good job.
0: You can tell I kind of like was... Punching just the balls. Like, I was trying to figure out like a good... Thematic thing I could do with them, and just the idea that like I don't know mm-hmm. this idea's name was Stone, and like it was, like the yeah. title was below the balls, and I was like, oh boy, you
1: pop up with stones. There
0: was a there was actually another there was actually another book I was going to do this for, and the title was Family Jewels, <laughs> which one was literally about family jewels.
1: Yeah, no, it ha- yeah. would have to be. Not about balls. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Not about getting punched to punched the balls.
1: You know, I think you and I should create our own kind of, like, riff on these book series. And we tweet, like, we write it like, like Scott Ackerman and co. Comedy Bang Bang. They wrote um, Rocky Meets Rambo. You yeah. and I will Exquisite Corpse, a James Patterson, Stuart Woods book. And we just give it the worst possible blunt name. It'll be like, like the new thriller from Gabe Mara and Daniel Gonzalez <laughs> called Slut like that's
0: it. <laughs> I feel like I feel like there's actually a really good market for like an ongoing series that is basically a story like this but told in a tongue in cheek. It's a comedy. Yeah. But um yeah, no. That's like a Do you remember that one uh half in the not half the bag, best of the worst episode where there's that one Red Letter Media. There's that one uh there's that one director who like they have like a really fun thing by printing out all the uh, all the uh, all the directors other movies and it's all seriously like nympho
1: <laughs> slut. Yep. <laughs>
0: uh, uh horny like... teenage girls or something mm-hmm. like
1: it's it's like like i'm i all seriousness like I... Do we need, for me, this is why I like to drink while I write, because for me, it's like, I I, have, I find it so difficult to finish a project, because I get so self-critical of my work, and I get so like, oh, everyone's done this already, this is unoriginal, this is boring, and I hate it. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't stop fucking James Patterson or Stuart Woods. No, no, it doesn't it's, stop, and it doesn't
0: rich. stop stone, ha- bearing, bearing, Barrington
1: bearing, Stonington stone, Harrington. herringbone,
0: Harrington, I think. Like stone, that. Harry Stone. What does it stop?
1: Well, it's it's Harry Stone bones.
0: Well, we can talk about this later, but we're gonna go on break right now. But Temperance it's kind of it's, it's definitely a big thing. But I tell you what, honestly, let's read Alex like long Came of Spider* or some bullshit. Sure. Or 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 the other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we should actually talk. Like, about let's this. find out, out what really the shortest
1: thing. books each are of Patterson, Cussler, and Woods.
0: Patterson, Patterson Cusler, the Woods. Patterson, Cusler, the Woods. Patterson, Cusler, Patterson, Cusler, Patterson, the Woods. Hey. All right, so let's go on break. Cool. Break. Bam. Welcome back. Are you ready for some football? Dear motherfucking readers. Hello, everyone. To some motherfucking football. Are you ready? So
1: some fucking hatred. Oh,
0: it's so hot in here. I wish I opened the door for It a is really... Moment. Yeah, that would have been a All good right.
1: idea. Gabriel Vamp. Huh? Vamp. Oh, okay. Um... Sports Wars is a good show. (laughs) Come on. I'm I'm tired. It's all right. right. Like, I don't don't have days off. Uh, uh, Okay. I've Uh, not had a day
0: off in a very long time. All right, Fartface. That's my name. We're going to... All right. So this is... This is book first This is Sports Wars. Sports Wars. Brought to you by Wondery. Oh, no.
1: No, this is not that. We're not pretending to be like that. Yeah, okay. All
0: right. Gabriel, how dare you? This is a
1: really good show. Yeah, I'm sure it is, but this is not that. (laughs) I learned so much about Brett Favre. So. Yeah.
0: This is, first off, we're going to talk about books now. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but we have a brand new motherfucking
1: series. We do have a brand new mini-series. Motherfucking
0: series. And what's the name of the series,
1: Gabe? It is called, I, I, there was an episode where I think the episode I suggested we do the show. Um, we kept on going on. And then like an hour into the episode, I started cackling to myself because I decided to name it. Mm-hmm. After book two in the series, Daniel Take My Hand. And I think that is a fine title. I think it's hilarious. Because, Gabriel. It tickles me pink.
0: We're, first off, we're covering the, uh, the, like, the actual title, I think it's the Pat, Kenzie,
1: Angie. The Kenzie G- Genaro series yeah, by but, Dennis Lehane.
0: I think it's technically it's by their first, by their full names or whatever. But, like, whatever. It's, yeah, it's, mostly, it's not exactly a Yeah, it, it's not like,
1: <laughs> it's, it's like, it's like Hall and Oates. Yeah. All their songs are released as Daryl Hall and John Oates, but everyone says Hollow Notes. Oh, really?
0: Yeah. I didn't know that, actually. Yeah. Um, but okay. Yeah. So yeah, by, uh, the series, the what, right now there's six books out done by Dennis, the hatred, the hatred. and, uh, and yeah, this is Dorchester's his... Fighting son. So, uh, and also I should say Dennis, Dennis Lahaine uh, author of, for example, uh, Mystic River, yeah. which, uh, I mean, we, at some point we should, I mean, we could talk about that for a little while and sure. You, I'm sure you have a lot to say, mm-hmm. but, uh, but yeah, no, we're talking about this author this
1: a... of, uh, since we fell a movie we did a book we did before. It's a movie we did too. Yeah. Shutter Island. Shutter Island.
0: Uh, a movie that we saw, and I also saw the movie for Mystic River. Me, yeah, so I did I. Not see, I did not see the drop, though.
1: Yeah, uh, um, I'm... Uh, funnily enough, th- this is back in my uh, do-nothing-but-go-to-movies-thanks-to-movie-pass days, mm-hmm. and I passed on it, and I only realized afterwards that it was a Dennis Lehane thing, and I was like, shit.
0: Uh, plus, Oops. probably one of the last movies with... Uh,
1: Gandolfini.
0: Gandolfini, James Gandolfini.
1: Yeah, um... So, so, is G- so
0: Gabriel, yes, do you have Daniel. something to say about Dennis Lehane... Dennis Le- Wait, why I sneeze?
1: <laughs> so this is the first book in the series. It is um uh, a drink before the war. I almost said Daniel take my hand again. <laughs> a drink before the war. It was mm-hmm. released in 1994. A uh, debut novel. It's the debut novel of Dennis Lehane. It was the winner of the Seamus Award, one of the most popular awards for uh, mystery novels. The Seamus. The Seamus Award. It's me. Your brother she- it's cousin Seamus. Is it for? Is it for the Irish? It is. It's a solid Irish. I have to tell you are going to love that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so I want to shame us more for first book. Um, But a little bit about Dennis Lehane beforehand, because we never did this before. Oh. Dennis Lehane, born in 1965. And can you guess what town he was born in, Daniel? Gabriel, I'm going to make take a wild guess. Okay. Vancouver. It's Mumbai. Okay. Yeah. He was born the son of a governor in India. Uh-huh. And there was a long, dramatic, beautiful conflict where he became friends with Gandhi, but only after hating him. Nice. Is
0: that a reference to something?
1: No. Okay. I don't know, maybe. Maybe yeah, I've seen the movie Gandhi, so I know it's not that. I'm sure it's not that. Okay. Anyway, Dennis Lehane was born in Boston. Much like one of my other favorite crime writers, one we also did for this show, Richard Price, gotta Dick finish money. that as well. He is an acclaimed crime writer, one of the great modern writers who specialized particularly in the language of the streets. Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean what else you went know with Dennis Lehane? I don't know. I, he's cool. You for the, the, one who who the did, wire.
0: You're the one who did the. the, the There's
1: amazing. not that much. As, I mean, he's still alive. He's still kicking. He he's wrote a couple. Still alive. He's not yeah. fucking dead yet. Shit. Yeah, he did since we fell last year, God which was a perfectly it. acceptable book. Uh, two years ago. Oh, two years 19, ago. 2017. Shit. Yeah. It's been a little while. Yeah. Well, um, I mean... yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of him, and this is one of my very favorite series of
0: books. Yeah. You well before before we start talking about that because I know you have a lot. To, you're going to have a lot to say about this series as a well, whole because I know you really love it. Here. Yeah. Um. Oh, and Gone Baby Gone. Which gone Baby Gone, gone, yeah. gone yeah. which is probably um, the most
1: famous part of the Kenji Jinaru series. Sure. Um, uh,
0: the other thing is that, like, yeah, he's also very well known for writing the novel Mystic River. Yes. Uh, which before was made into, like, the movie, which and was Oscar very, very winning successful. Movie. An Oscar-winning movie. Uh, we should also... Gay Harden. Like, I, I think, like, the thrillers that have been written since then have basically all been, like, wildly influenced by... Mr. River, like for example, Gone Girl was mm-hmm. definitely like a huge, like hugely influenced by oh, Mr. Te- River, definitely. Uh, and definitely, I know that um, uh, I'm forgetting her name, Paula Hawkins, who mm-hmm. wrote uh, The Girl from the Train. Yeah, what the yeah. fuck's it called? The Girl on the Train. Girl on the Train. Um, Is that what it's called? Is that Woman on the Train? Girl on the girl Train. Girl on the Train. Okay, Girl on the Train. Mm-hmm. Uh, like she specifically wrote that she was like, I'm going to, because she was writing like, like uh, I think like pulpy romance, like soft erotica stuff before sure. that. And at one point, she was like, I'm going to take, I'm gonna get very serious and write like. Mm. A big novel, and she was like, she got really into Mystic River and such. I'm and gonna write that.
1: a tragic waste of Rebecca Ferguson. Yes, that well, wasn't the Snowman. She
0: did not. No, she did not do the movie. She wrote the novel. How dare that's you? That's yeah. true. That's true. So yeah, no, that's that's kind of interesting that like Mystic River, the novels is such like a huge, huge, huge deal. Yeah,
1: it was it was there. a seminal crime novel. It really ch- changed the landscape.
0: Yeah.
1: But before that, before that. 1994. A Drink Before the War, all yeah. about Patrick Kenzie and Angela Gennaro, two private detectives who work together in Boston, Massachusetts. Um, Patrick specifically is hired, along with, I guess technically, along with Angie, to reclaim some stolen documents from three U.S. senators. Mm-hmm. There's like Burley Guy, who's really old school and kind of like kind of.
0: Yeah, I'm already forgetting their names.
1: Yeah, in Senator Mulkern Mulker is kind of like a burly, like old world kind of senator, like very LBJ kind of. Mm-hmm. And then there is Paulson, who is like a Brian scarecrow. Paulson. Yeah. And then there's finally, there's Jim, who's a young kind of lackey of theirs. Jim Vernon. Jim Vernon. And I believe, so,
0: and I think like uh, Jim Vernon and Patrick were friends or like kind of the, like our, that was our our a connection. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes. So basically, um, the, those three task Patrick and Angela to find these documents stolen ostensibly by Angeline one of the maids
0: yeah one of the maids for, for I think like a, for Paulson. a Brian Paulson's right yes yes. And so they're oh, go on no no I'm sorry no I, I should also say um, before we do that like let's
1: not spoil yeah I'm just things, gonna, I, course, I'm gonna I'm gonna know. do much additional kind of like breakdown I know, I know I'm telling them okay yeah we're not spoiling this Yeah, yeah well. so uh, I mean it's it's been fucking 20 years but whatever yeah the novel's from 1994 25 years ago isn't that crazy I know no, we're getting up there, are we? Yeah, we are. We're getting old. That's Gabriel, is there anything else you want to say about this book? Yeah, so basically, um, Kenzie and Gennaro, they go about trying to find Angeline and recover these documents, but they end up getting embroiled in a gang war mm-hmm. because the documents may or may not pertain to the gang leaders. The gang leaders? Yes. And yes. maybe even something... And it's something even bigger, even bigger that will tear apart the nation. Not yeah. the nation boston no,
0: yeah barely i mean out of anything i think the gang war kind of tore apart more of the, the city itself yeah <laughs> yes
1: but that's the basic setup for the book
0: <laughs> yes and uh, this is the first time we're meeting our heroes patrick mckenzie patrick mckenzie patrick, patrick kenzie,
1: kenzie. Mm-hmm. and angela angie angie janelle Ag- mm-hmm. so we have impressive gentlemen uh casey affleck mm-hmm. and michelle monaghan
0: yes michelle the actual michelle monaghan yes yeah, and uh, who uh, that we're talking about the casting in the uh, in the movie Gun, gun Baby, Baby Gun. Gun Baby Gun is the fourth book. It's the fourth book in the series. Fourth out of six. Out of six. And uh, and yeah, no, it's it's interesting. Also, because like there are characters that pop up in this that also pop up in that. Yeah, the recurring uh, characters. Notably, um, uh, Bubba
1: mm-hmm. uh, appears. Bubba in Bubba Rogowski, both of them. known gunrunner and very violent, but very racist sociopath. <laughs> lovable sociopath friend of patrick and angela
0: weirdly yeah yeah it's kind of interesting because they're also like kenzie's also scared of him yeah. in a bit even though like everyone should together. be yeah but was scary he, he is literally like uh, a, he's a he's homeless he lives in like a fucking abandoned factory surrounded by like his like attack like literal attack dogs yeah
1: i think he, yeah. Does, he he's only technically homeless in a sense he probably has no legal address i'm pretty sure the abandoned factory he lives in is a wonderful little fortress well
0: yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Where yeah. Um, and anyway, also, Daniel. And also, yeah, but who was played by Slain? And uh, he was a Bostonian rapper in uh, Gone Baby
1: Gone. Oh, that's yeah. cool.
0: He's and, also in the town, isn't he? Uh, Slain, yeah, yeah, usual actor. He also that dude also pops Slane, up in uh, killing themselves. Like the them game softly.
1: I have on PlayStation Four.
0: What no? Slane! S L A I N E. Oh, like Irish. Like the Irish. Like the Irish. And uh, and uh, also um. Uh, Oy, mister. There's a there's a cop character named Devin.
1: Devin M. Ronklin.
0: Yes, who is played by Michael Kenneth Williams in... Uh, oh, he plays Devon. I'd Fuck, forgotten yeah, about dude. that. That's no, interesting. Yeah, I looked this up beforehand, and I didn't realize that. I also didn't think that Devin was black in this. What is he's he is not. I was going to say, specifically, he's not.
1: He's, like, white Irish. Also, cheese is white in... The... Anyway, we're talking about Gone maybe okay, Gone. Right, yeah, we'll right. get to it. Enough about Gone be Gone. Yeah. Daniel? Yes. So... You read this for the first time. Mm-hmm. Did you finish it? I finished it. Yeah, hey, good job, Dan. It is. It is nicely.
0: I only had like two days to to read it, and I actually, yeah, I managed to finish it.
1: Yeah, it's it's it's, it's, it's compulsively readable page turning material. Much like
0: James <laughs> Patterson and much like James Stuart Patterson, Reddards, it's very it's very readable. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, don't me wrong. That's clearly never been uh problem. Weak point, uh, yeah. You know? Like he, yeah, he's he definitely writes page turns. We've read uh, since we felt like um to be honest, I've only read I think at this point this is the third. Uh, Lehane novel I've mm-hmm. I've, I've read. uh Shutter Island.
1: Oh, that's right. You didn't I, read, read Shutter I read
0: Shutter Island and mass Paper back, way back in the day, and uh, that was a good book. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and I liked, I, I really liked like half of Since We Fell,
1: mm-hmm. and the
0: second half was just kind of like, oh, all right.
1: Yeah, I feel like since <laughs> since we fell, he kind of ran out of time.
0: He ran, yeah, I don't or know something, some damn thing. I think he, like he he had that really good first half, and then like kind of was just like. I don't know where to take this. Mm-hmm. I got too much shit going on. Yeah. They, they want me. Uh, Stephen King wants me to write his fucking new show. What the hell? Sure. Because he writes for. Uh, he writes for uh, Mister Mercedes. Mercedes.
1: Mister Mercedes. The show. Senor Mercedes. He's
0: one of the writers on that, which is cool.
1: which is pretty exciting. Um, Starring Brendan Gleeson.
0: Yeah, no, I've I read this for the first time. Gabriel, wouldn't is this the first?
1: Kenzie Gennaro book that you've read? Yeah, so maybe back in like 2014 or so, back living in New York, I had I had I was suddenly possessed with watch, rewatching Gone Baby Gone. I don't know what made me do it, other than mm. the fact it's a great, great movie, uh-huh. fantastic movie. Good job, Affleck Bros.
0: Good job. And
1: so I decided, hey, you know what? I'm looking for a fun page turner, and I just bought them all off Amazon. <laughs> and uh, unfortunately for me, they all came completely out of order. Uh-huh. I think I got drink before the war last. I, I, so I just sat there, with like Moonlight Mile and Prayers for Before Rain, and just sitting there, like, well, I can't read these. i the first one, <laughs> uh, but
0: I mean, you probably you probably can. But yeah, clearly it's yeah, gonna be better it's better
1: to better do, to do it. it. I mean, it was coming; it just took too long in the mail. Yeah, and uh, it, the
0: interesting thing is that again, like uh, throughout the '90s, I think like the first. Five five books came out in the
1: 90s? They came out in rapid succession yeah. in the 90s. There's actually
0: this really great thing if you look at the order where, like, there's, like, four of them that came out a year apart from each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, and then there was, like, a 11-year t- gap between, like, five and six. Yes.
1: He was um, basically done after uh, Prayers for Rain. Oops. Uh,
0: you said that it was basically, wait, is that the fifth one? Yes. Okay. You're saying that that was basically an ending point?
1: Yeah, for the most part. I mean, yeah. it, it was like a like a cool. Well, let's let's talk about this quick. Okay. Clearly, Dennis Lehane, especially writing this book, is heavily inspired by Hammett and Chandler. He clearly wants to be writing a classic noir style pulp paperback detective mm-hmm. story. Yeah, this is a first person mystery. Yeah, there's a lot of quips. There's a lot of tough guy lines. Yes. There's twists and turns. It's it's a it's a it's a classic PI mystery book. Yes, uh, it's it's. Yeah, it is, and it's kind of amazing it just that it happens to be in an extremely gritty modern day Boston.
0: True. Um, well, speak of which, real uh, dark. You said kind of like going into this where you're like, oh, it starts out kind of like humdrum or kind of like like more basic, mm-hmm. and then it kind of takes t- takes a twist because like it for the first like f- quarter or so, yeah. it does feel like a pretty standard like page turner.
1: Yeah, it feels like he's imitat He's actually just straight up imitating like like Chandler or Hammett. Yeah, and. I don't know. He other was doing like that, aping in the beginning.
0: He other was like doing. He other was doing that purposely or whatever. I, I'm not even too sure if he was doing that or like again. This was his first novel. Mm-hmm. But like yeah. Then at some point, it takes like a very just kind of like like fucking gut punch of like a turn yeah that's much a gun punch because like there's that like kind of like gut punch moment twist that happens a quarter of the way through Mm -hmm. but like you kind of see that coming yeah that's not the gut punch the gut punch is like what becomes the conversation of the novel afterwards yes and that's something that we can get into this book has
1: loftier things on its mind than just telling like a regular detective story yeah
0: and and rather time out like specifically like like plot twists or whatever we can talk about the themes because Uh, this, this book is
1: very much about race, uh, and, uh, which is interesting because as you'll find out the rest of the books are not so much about race gone, maybe gone a little bit. So, but uh then the rest of them, he moves on from that topic. I think there's a topic he addresses in each one. So I go on.
0: Yeah. And, uh, I'm curious about that too, because, um, this one also not to spoil too much, whatever, but like does involve child endangerment. Yeah. Let's call it. And uh, and that was also clearly, like, the center of the focus in Gone Baby Gone, with the mm-hmm. Gone Baby Gone being about, like, a, f- a four-year-old girl is, is kidnapped. Yes. Has gone missing. Um, She's and- the
1: baby who's gone. Yes.
0: And is that the... Is that is that, like, really just these two that are about, like, those kind of what do you mean? elements? Um,
1: it, not, kind of. Okay. So, with, without spoiling too much, uh-huh. um, Darkness Take My Hand is about, like, a serial killer. Mm-hmm. So it was in that territory. Sacred is a riff on um, Out of the Past. What's Out um, of the
0: Past?
1: Um, it's the classic uh, uh, Mitchum movie. Mitchum, uh, Kirk Douglas. It's one of the greatest film noirs ever made. Its plot is utterly incomprehensible, but it, it's still a classic. There was
0: also a Denzel Washington movie called Out of the Past. I think it no, it's kind of out of time. It's out of time. All right.
1: But yeah, no, Out I of the Past out. is a great movie, even if it's fucking incomprehensible. I felt that about... You ever
0: see, like, The Lady from Shanghai?
1: Yeah, no, a lot of these noirs, like, their twists and turns are... Well, the story itself is secondary to character and cinematography
0: yeah it, but like the the style of it is to be mm-hmm. incomprehensible and just like front-loaded um oh no no go yeah, ahead yeah gone
1: maybe gone is his most mature one it's like he loops back to um a drink before the war he kind of condenses it he stops playing genre and just tells a really great story again prayers for rain goes back into kind of like 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 a psychological mind game kind of thing mm-hmm. and the moonlight mile is a direct sequel to Gone Gone. Okay. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. So clearly, I really like these books. Clearly, you like these books. Clearly, you know what the fuck they are. Um, they are here. And don't
0: be wrong. Like, yeah, uh, 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 dude is fucking good. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, we've said the dude before. looks like a lady. No big. Dude looks like a lady, and mm-hmm. also dude, dude, good. Dude, good. Dude good. Dude good. Dude looks like a lady. Dude looks yeah. good. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that yeah. means. Yeah, go on. Uh, but no, that, that's that's really interesting. Uh, I do want to say that coincidentally, the mm-hmm. other thing that I also just started to read. Like, within the week before picking... or actually, within the past week as well, uh, right before I had to read this one in yeah. essentially two or three days, like two days, basically, um, I started reading uh, James Elroy's White Jazz. Oh, yeah. You're telling me about that. Which is another... Neo, like postmodern neo noir, mm-hmm. uh, which takes, still takes place in the past. First, yeah, it takes place in the takes place in the past. Man, LA Confidential is such a good book. LA Confidential, I feel like Yeah, like the more whenever I think about like Confidential, I just go, wow, that book was fucking amazing.
1: Did I make that comparison when we did the episode with um Ryan Snyder, where it reminded me of Anna Karenina?
0: No, I don't think so.
1: Yeah, um, it's like book is gigantic, but the language is so clear mm-hmm. and it's so sharp. But it's every single sentence says something and like there's no filler. It's just all great shit. It just happens to be a very long story.
0: Yeah, and it's it's a very long story, but it, it's interesting because white jazz, I mean, there was definitely like a pre and post la confidential mm-hmm. bit, bit in that guy's career. Um, and I think these books, these, those books also came out like a little bit before, uh, Lehane, of course. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, in that one for the listeners sake to catch them up, uh, LA Confidential, there's a great story about how he delivered the manuscript. His editor said, no, cut this by like, I forgot it was like half or like a third or whatever. Mm-hmm. And instead of cutting out any of the many subplots or any of the many like scenes, he basically just went through the entire manuscript and took out any unnecessary words.
1: It's Kind of awesome.
0: It is the whole thing is just clipped, guttural. Yeah, like, it's
1: it's like military. It's really cool. It, it's like yeah, it is
0: beyond. It is it's so fucking weird. Yes. <laughs> like, and it's kind of amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and honest, anyway, and white jazz is basically uh written as opposed to this kind of being an afterthought. Like he did mm-hmm. after the fact, this is him writing in that style.
1: Okay, that's cool. uh, there's only
0: one main character, so we only get one perspective. The dud, and it's just like it's written in like that kind of. No, it's not dud.
1: No, it's not. No, it's not.
0: White Jazz is a is a dude who's not in. I don't think any of the other books. Oh, well, all right then. Anyway, um, he is in the book though. So is Exley. Cool. Uh, anyway, but tie uh, it back. But no, I'm no, just saying that like it's it's kind of similar that like both of these they're very similar, but that is those, that is also written more like for example we're talking about these neo noirs that are absolutely incomprehensible because they're so fucking heavy with like details and just like this character's motivation, this, this, and mm-hmm. it's like it's so heady and cerebral, yeah. whereas like this is is a lot more straightforward and more of like a it's much
1: more turner. procedural page turner yeah it, it, it basically look for like you know like look for clues here's a clue what do we do with this thing let's sit down for a minute and then a random conversational topic will bring me to a realization let's go on to that clue yeah it's if you want to break it down like these these like books are often written with bullet points clue 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 solution yeah violence basically, yeah, basically. and
0: um. And yeah, and sure enough, and like, it is, it is both like a very, very, like, it is both kind of like a potboilery kind of like, like detective mystery. Mm -hmm. And it's also, yeah, like a very fucking deep story about like fucking civilization.
1: Yeah. (laughs) uh, All that being said, Daniel, how did you like the book? I liked it
0: enough. I, mm-hmm. I think I
1: I think some of like the actiony. It's stuff the weakest of the whole series, m- m- which maybe, is great yeah. news. Yeah, which is great
0: because like I I liked it. I yeah, definitely
1: there. Def- you see some growing pains, but he only gets better and
0: better and better. Okay, some of like the action-y stuff, and then sure enough, I've read some like like boilery stuff like this, mm-hmm. and and like like the action beats in this are kind of like this thing where it's like, well, some time has gone by. Let's throw in like an actiony bit to kind yeah. of like kind of like make sure the pulses are pounding. Mm-hmm. And like those are kind of like the weakest points. Yeah, it
1: feels a little formulaic at points. It, um, I I cringe every now and again at the quippy dialogue stuff.
0: Yeah, sometimes.
1: Sometimes it doesn't it
0: doesn't land
1: with like the cool factor.
0: I, I would dare say. Well,
1: speaking of which, I, I would dare
0: say that like there there is this really cool thing about this book mm-hmm. that um, Kenzie the story is told from Kenzie's perspective only. It's not nothing about it. Nothing. It's not Angie's. Mm-hmm. But like. He he's kind of like a like a, he seems to be like more of like a typical neo noir kind of protagonist. Yeah, you're right. He's quippy. Like he yeah. gives like ass he, answers. He's like
1: a much more modern Sam Spade or Philip Marlowe. Yeah, um, he's self deprecating, but he's also cocky. He is afraid to lose a fight. He doesn't want to die, mm-hmm. but he also wants to do the right thing. All your standard like noir protagonist stuff, basically. And
0: some of that, and it's kind of interesting how much. That character kind of gets challenged, yeah, on I his like a lot, on his
1: beliefs, because again, there's we're... even a scene where spoiler, uh-huh. where his somewhat sexist talk gets called out. Yeah, and that's... Because it seems
0: to be some kind of fun patter between the two. Yeah. Because he constantly refers to Angie, his partner, as gorgeous. Yeah, gorgeous, beautiful, makes jokes about them
1: sleeping together. And there,
0: there is, like, a thing going on between yeah, them, Yeah, there's a flirtation, definitely. for sure. And uh, another thing that we haven't got into at all, but, like, Angie is married in this to an abusive man, but, like, mm-hmm. like for 12 years, I think, at this yeah, point. Yeah, they've been together for a very long time. And there's there's a lot we can say about that, but... Um, uh, but yeah. we won't! And at some point, uh, yeah, like, she just goes... Stop calling me that. Like, yeah. I, I can't fucking deal with this right now. Like, like mm-hmm. this is my life right now, and I have to dodge. I have to deal with that at home. I have to deal with all this stuff going on, and I have also you calling me fucking gorgeous. Like, yeah. there's I, I, a
1: very strong humanist bend to this. Yeah. Where it, it's not, These are not cardboard cutout characters. I mean, they become more fleshed out later on. Like, it starts out of two dimensional, basic, um, stereotype characters, mm-hmm. but they get they they grow when they grow. Yeah, and I, I'm looking forward to that because.
0: Again, again it starts out like you would think that it is that kind of book like the Pop boilery kind of book from like the first few chapters mm-hmm. and then it kind of changes and shifts and whatnot and sure enough like some of like the writing can be a bit murky yeah I think um, again some of the actiony stuff like the big climax with like the car chase and everything like yeah. that I was kind of it's like it's hard to follow like, eh, I'm right, like yeah well. so who got you who, like, is who got keep, shot what is going where, yeah where he's still he's alive, alive? What? what so um so yeah like but that said it's also very good
1: yeah, yeah. I think it's Like, like, to reassure you, if you thought this was good, it only gets better. Yeah. yeah. And I remember, I remember even reading this first time and being like, this is, I like this, like, like, even when I'm being critical of it, I don't put it down. Mm -hmm. I just keep on going for more and more and more. I'm wondering if that's what uh basically
0: reading something like a uh, James uh, James Patterson. Yeah, John... James Patterson, that's his name. Mm-hmm. James Patterson. Sure. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh I wonder if this is what like reading like a James Patterson kind of is where Maybe. it's just like you're like reading something just like all right, sure, whatever. Mm-hmm. But like you'll still read the book. Yeah. You know? um, that must be it. And remember, I'm I'm going to assume to give Patterson a break, I do think that is going to be the case. Yeah. Like I bet we're gonna be like, I was entertained. Yeah, you're gonna be like,
1: Hey, this is lane look
0: at this guy's funny His stupid name Stone barrington mm-hmm. i finished it
1: Maybe, uh, but yeah. you know it would only be a pleasure for it to be bad for it to be like enjoyable mm-hmm. but you know we we've read we've read some clunkers on this show before we
0: have, and also some books that we that kind of defeated us, yeah. Um because they're too literary. Mm-hmm. Macbeth. Uh, I'm looking. I'm looking at you, Macbeth. Yeah, I, I read Macbeth.
1: I didn't read Macbeth. Oh, I love Macbeth. I bet. you bet you did.
0: But you know, you, you know, what, you know what? You know what kicks my ass? Fucking Virginia Wolf. Every Galloway. fucking time. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. As I said before, she's like all the Faulkner books that like have defeated me. Where like I'll pick it up. And I'm just like, oh, why can't I get into this? Eh, eh. Why is this... T- whatever. Yeah. We'll talk about... Well, actually, there's a really great Faulkner story I'll tell next time. Or cool. Next episode. But in the meantime, let's go on break real quick. All right. When we, go, when we come back, we're going to do final thoughts, hazy memories, and the last. Okie-fokie. Okay. So, fucking break. All right. Welcome back, listeners.
1: Hello. Come Welcome on. back to the Halloween episode. To
0: the ghost of Top Gallant walking to Did it die? Yeah, it died. Mm. <laughs> oh, boy. Boy, oh, that's grim. Not good, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Gabriel. Yes, sir. This is Slow Readers. Yep. Brought to you by Top Radio. Welcome back to Daniel, take my hand. Daniel, take my hand. An ongoing investigation into the Kenzie Janeiro series Solid. Of books written by. Denny, The Hatred. The Hatred! Lahaine Dennis Lahaine Close friends with Stephen King.
1: Mm-hmm. Other dude. Also Dick Money. Also good friends with Dick Money. And, David Simon. Pelicanos. Pelicanos.
0: hey, Pelicanos. Mm-hmm. Uh, author of books. <laughs> yes.
1: As you may have seen, my brother commented on me reading this on Instagram by saying, hey, you should do that one book by George uh, Pelicanos. Yeah. And I'm like... <sighs> yeah, I saw that. What did I write? You right you wrote, um, what did you write? It was something very amusing,
0: oh, it was something like, oh, you guys should read more James Elroy because I was presently reading James Elroy I was mm-hmm. like fuck, I like James Elroy, yeah
1: it was very, very shrabbi yeah totally, you're welcome,
0: yep, so this is uh, slow readers, um, but no we're 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 gonna do final thoughts real quick on okay.
1: darkness drink take before... my hand wars drinks. <laughs> a drink a
0: drink before the darkness, take my hand mm-hmm. my Denny, the hatred um yes, no, sir. Uh, so Gabriel, yeah. Uh, do, so this is how many times have you read this is like the second time you're reading this book second
1: or third okay i think quite the third time how how you feel about book um how did you feel about book i i loved it the first time mm-hmm. but you know i kind of was like well i'm sure it gets better and every time i read it it's about the same thing um it is it's it's the not that great season 1 gateway to like really great series, mm-hmm. but this is still really good. It's like Brooklyn Nine Nine season one. It was still really good, but they hadn't found their footing yet. Uh-huh. So when they did find their footing, it just rockets off into classic status for me. Okay. I love the series. As we did in a previous episode, we named our top five favorite protagonists, and Patrick Kenzie is under for me. He's number one. Patrick Kenzie. So, like as I said, um, I find he's he gets a he starts off a little grating of the quips in this one, mm-hmm. but he becomes much more. As as Lehane gets into a groove, he becomes. A, I'm pretty sure we can hear that. Yeah, know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Daniel's playing with the curtains. Uh this is not loud. But anyway,
0: I got these on. You can I can hear a little bit.
1: All right, so. I'm well, good. do right, We're good. All right, we're cool. All right, right. I guess it is cardioid mode. Yeah. But um, yeah. Big fan, and can't wait to get the next books. Yes. Daniel, uh, final thoughts. Final for thoughts. A drink before the war. A drink before the By war. Take my hand, Lehane. Yes. Uh, a drink before my hand.
0: Yeah, I liked it. I liked it enough. And I was thinking about this in the, in the meantime when we took our break. Um, there there is like some things that are jarring because yeah, you're right. Like the book is is a fine book, and then it has like these surprisingly awesome like human moments. Yes. Uh, the, Lehane has an awesome sense of humanity and mm-hmm. empathy.
1: It never it never feels like he's chastising or preaching. Yeah. It, His it, characters having conversations about serious things.
0: It doesn't, and uh, the shocking stuff is always shocking, as mm-hmm. always with the Lehane. Um, however, I, I did have one minor problem speaking of its humanity. Okay. Is that like, uh, not to spoil anything, but there is, there is a point where, uh, uh, our heroes, mm-hmm. uh, just straight up kill a dude like, yeah. in cold, cold blood. blood, as they say. And there's something that about that just kind of bothered me. Mm-hmm. Um, because I mean, look, regardless of like what he's done, it's, it's kind of strange that they specifically practically just should murder him. Yeah. Right? Uh, like for example, there's there's a moment in uh, *Gone Baby Gone* that's kind of similar, where uh, Kenzie, like having witnessed something very terrible, impulsively murders somebody. Yeah, there's, Straight there's up, only, yeah.
1: like these characters often do irredeemable actions, but they're always morally very difficult. Uh, but I would say like
0: it. It made more... Like, even, like, with the, the severity of, like, that that person's crimes who they've killed.
1: Mm-hmm. In this, it seems... They are like... very severe.
0: In this, one, in this one, it was still kind of weirdly... Like, they should have been, like, more, like, level-headed going into that meeting. Mm-hmm. And just for the fact that they were just like, like, yeah, we're going to kill... Like, I felt like... like it felt, like, weirdly... It felt like a weirdly impulsive thing to do when they were supposed to be, like, on guard and super just, like, using
1: their heads or whatever.
0: I mean, don't me wrong, it's wrong. Not... I'm,
1: I'm sure I could do some gymnastics yeah. pulling out points as to why it made more sense. But, I mean, you're not wrong.
0: Yeah. Like, I, I'm, I'm sure if Lehane here, he could also argue. like Yeah. It's like, I mean, well, if, I if it
1: needs reason. to be argued, it wasn't clear.
0: Yeah. I, I just, like, that was, like, the one thing I can kind of say, like, kind of annoyed me because I was, like, it felt, it felt too... Pat? Yeah, Pat. I don't know. That was a joke. Like, Pat like pat patrick Mm -hmm. like patrick it's what you call a dog yes yeah um but that's it yeah i love the book
1: yeah it is great and they only get better
0: love is love is a strange thing yeah it's like I love is a strange thing i really i really it is a strange thing uh no i I was really into it i liked it and i can't wait to read the other the other five books in the six book series daniel take take my my hand. hand turn around Every time I see you, th- I actually don't know the words that. What is that? Every time I.
1: Every time I turn a little bit, something turn around. Turn around.
0: i oh, that's later on. Every time well, i back need need know, you know, right. I I need you more
1: than I. And I need you more than ever.
0: Gabriel! Now's yeah. the time of the show. Uh, uh, ensconced into our brains. Ensconced in- <laughs> into our abode in Santa Fe. In- ensconced into our abode in Santa Fe. Quizzically, uh, do we have a next section that is called, hey. Easy Memories. Hey, easy Memories. Brought to us by Shonathan Hayes from the Whip Around Podcast. Check them out. They're a good time. Yes. Uh, it's really fun, especially when they get really hardcore into cl- uh, conservative politics. Yes. And, uh, you know, just defending the, mm. the, the you know, the presidency. That's, yeah. that's, be- that's what they're known for. Exactly. That's their uh, show. Yes. Gabriel. Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. More like Cinco, get out of my town Oh, Nailed it. Said by Sean Hayes.
1: Yes. Gabriel. <laughs> they are not a conservative <laughs> show. They would be, they would be very distressed to hear that. <laughs> yeah, not to be confused with the Fox News show. Not one word yes whip around. that being said go on yes
0: gabriel Yay! Yeah, yeah, yeah. so uh, uh hazy memories it's the the thing that you're going to remember or have remembered in a mm-hmm. very kind of hazy mm-hmm. memory mm-hmm. kind of way gabriel what is your hazy memories for a drink
1: before the war i'm a lot of this book um that's what i really love about this book and in the series is that you're introduced to like a plethora of recurring characters who, beca- like, you, you're you so happy to see them later on and on because Kenzie and Janelle have been, like, working cases for years and then you meet someone like, a, like, like, Cheswick Hartman, mm. their lawyer. He's, like, a great character. He's, was He's barely in the book. Yeah. But then, like, and, like, Devin and also, uh, What's the name of the of the really really friendly guy who works at the DMV?
0: Oh yeah yeah him like the dude they call and just like hey what's up I want to ask you this isn't a social call yeah mm-hmm. how's Cindy oh well you know can't compl- can't complain that guy yeah like Patrick's He's like
1: I became like, friends with him because his daughter like um got addicted to drugs and ran away and then she was forced into prostitution but we saved her so like he builds a wonderful community and a world he makes me like Boston. Yeah. And I'm not that big a fan of Boston. You're not a fan of Bastin? Well, I've only been a few times, but every time it's been fine. But um, it, he gives me, he get like, my hasty memory of this is the wonderful community of characters. The the wonderful collection of characters. I remember looking forward to, like, to the introduction of Richie and also, like, like Devin and Oscar. And Bubba, of
0: course. Yeah, I'm looking forward to how these guys actually, George, that's his name. George. Uh, the, the yeah no, I'm curious about what they are like, because you're right like uh, cheswick the lawyer, mm-hmm. for example, he's only in this for a brief scene. we got a ton of bubba we got a we got a bunch a of, of devin we got a well, devin is a fun character. I think my hazy memory is that scene with uh in that bar and like that was it? it's called like like this like weird Irish foothold in like an an increasingly like black kind of part of town mm-hmm. and it's just loaded with all these like blue collared Irish dimwits yeah and like yeah and like so and uh Devin just giving like talking about like uh, this race the not race work coming I'm sorry mm-hmm. uh, this gang war coming up and uh and basically he's, like you know he has some wonderful things to say about how like he's just like kind of like worn and tired and he's mm-hmm. just like yep it's gonna be another war
1: yeah you know, it's fatalistic but it's still a, hu- it's still very humanist which is the thing that it's it's like I I think seven is a great movie do I ever want do I, do I enjoy Seven? No. Yeah, that's... It it, it... it This book could have been a depressing kind of like, look how dark the world is, but it really isn't. There's still... It still reads like a fun detective story, despite all the very, very bleak, bleak stuff in it.
0: Well, yeah, and... Uh, but the, again, like, there's there's a humanist thing, whereas... Seven has moments of that, but mm-hmm. it's not really that kind of story. Here. We're not going to talk about seven because seven, like if that's always like a thirty-minute conversation, it about always it, is. Feelings towards seven. Okay, join us for our new podcast, uh, seven, seven Hours with and Seven. Seven Minutes and Seven. Oh, we took that different direction. Heaven Minutes and Seven. Heaven Minutes, Seven Heavens. Heaven Sevens. Seventh Heaven? Oh, Heaven's Seven. Heaven Seven? Heaven Seven! Okay. Exclamation mark. Okay. Daniel and Gabriel. Sure. Uh, we're going to just talk nothing about the, the movie Seven.
1: I would hate that. <laughs>
0: uh, I think that I think that it would actually lead, yield to some very interesting, just bring people in and be like, how do you feel about Seven?
1: Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: for probably, yeah.
1: Like, just we have a show where we talk about like, like, bro movies, and just be like, "Do you like this movie? Why?" Just Why make people like the defend movie? themselves. Ah, oh, that's terrible. You would love that. I would love. You would that. love that. You're gross like that. I love taking people and asking them, "What do you like about Pulp Fiction?" Gabriel, I'm the worst. <laughs> first off, let's
0: let's stop talking okay. about any Kenzies and Gennaros. Mm-hmm. We're gonna shove them aside for Gennaro-ly, now. Because
1: generally speaking, Kenzie, believe it.
0: Uh, Gabriel, Daniel take my hand we'll, we will return with them we'll yeah, return oh, welcome back to again it. with a drink uh, darkness take my hand
1: mm-hmm. next
0: time not next time though that's going to be something else in yeah. fact next week we have a little we have a fun little, a little twofer special. it's a twofer next week Gabriel I had this crazy idea because mm-hmm. uh, I've always wanted to go back and read West of Sunset West of Sunset West of by Stuart O'Nan. Thank you. West of Sunset by Stuart O'Nan, which which uh, I think I read like the first like third or half of it whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Um I seriously I'm I'm going to have problems remembering where it was. Sure. Uh, I have a Kindle book version of it. Um anyway. And uh, and I think and I had this great idea. It's like, well, how about I finish reading it. Mm-hmm. And we also pair that with reading A Movable feast. Let me say it again. A Movable Beast, beast uh-huh. by Ernie Hemsoth. The Flammable Beast, which is the second time we've done a Hemming Soth's
1: yep. book. And a second time, we're not actually doing a Fitzgerald.
0: Yay, but it's all about Fitzgerald. It's about him. We're t- we're talking about Fitzgerald, but we're completely sidelining his books. Yeah. <laughs> well, we should read his books. I'm actually, mm-hmm. I got in, uh, you know, again, I, I like that kind of mood where it's like, I feel actually I am totally into comedy. Um, If you're willing for a longer read, we should do Tenders of the Night. Yeah, let's do that instead of own meaning.
1: I'll read it, whatever. To... I'll read it. The
0: book's in the fucking I It's got in the it, mail. Right? It's, no, I mean it's here. Oh great. Yeah. I, I got like everything that I was wanting I was waiting to get like on one day. Including yeah. Firestarter by Stephen King. Cool. Uh so Gabriel. Yeah. Uh so again, join us next week when we cover we're gonna finish or I'm gonna finish reading and but cover and talk about. Uh West of Sunset by Stuart O'Nan and also A Movable Feast by Ernie Heming. By
1: Big Papa. Pops. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the one
0: funny joke from uh uh, Dead Authors podcast. Uh, the guy the who played Hemingway. Joke? What's that? The one funny joke. because I hated the way that guy that it's It's doing like some bad imitation of what a drunk Wait, sounds who, like. Who was he? I don't remember. It, it was I can look it up, but like I don't think it was anybody I remember. But like, just just doing like, hi, I'm Hemingway. I'm drunk, and you're just like, oh, oh
1: yeah, you went for the low hanging the, fruit, didn't you? The
0: one, the one funny thing is that like he was kind of being an egregious kind of Hemingway character mm-hmm. and an um, egregious Philbin. Paul Paul of Tompkins. Uh right. I think that was the wrong usage of Lord word egregious. Um Paul Tompkins just goes like Mr. Hemingway and he and er, and Hemingway goes, Please call me Papa,
1: <laughs> that's pretty good. That <laughs> was
0: the one funny thing. Anyway, okay. So that's an end of the show. Uh, All right, cool. Gabriel, two plugs.
1: All right, everyone. Um, please follow me on the Instagram at read as in reading books, dot Richards. It's mostly pictures of books. Sometimes my face. Sometimes actually more often than not, it's Daniel's face, not my face, yeah, yeah. which is a random thing for me to be doing. Yeah. Um, besides that, um. Check it out soon. Self-Evident, Telling Asian American Stories is coming out very soon. I'm on episode three, I believe. So Damn. please um, keep your eye open for that. Um, I'll post all about it. And lastly, definitely subscribe, rate, and review this show. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, write a review right now. I don't care. Give it five stars. Right, fucking now. Give Let's it five it. stars. Be like
0: Johnny No Thumbs. Just be like, hey, you know, Johnny No Thumbs, he knows his stuff, but I mm-hmm. gotta disagree. This is a five-star show.
1: Hey, yeah. bada-bing, bada-boom. But five stars. Johnny No Thumbs was right, but I love it. Also, I'm from Boston, and I love Daniel's
0: impersonation of my people. Exactly. The Irish Boston. This yeah, is great. I'm from
1: Ireland, and Daniel, you nailed it. It's me, Super Eyepatch Wolf. Oh, Super Eyepatch Wolf. How are you, dude? It's me. I'm doing good. Yeah. Hey, did you watch an episode of Dragon Ball Z? No. What? No. Okay. Super. Eyepatch All right, bye. Wolf. All right, bye. Yeah, <laughs> Gabriel, what a
0: great guy, Gabriel. Yeah, I know. Thank God he always. I love it when he pops in here. I'm a loyal subscriber
1: well. to him. I Patreon him.
0: So uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Slow Readers and on uh, what do you call it, Twitter at mm-hmm. Top Gun Radio. Uh, you can buy my fiction all on Amazon, mm-hmm. uh, and also you can get my latest book, which is a finally completed novel called A Cook in the Kingdom, uh, which is available right now, writing under the pen name D Gonzalez Gonzalez. Gonzales okay Gonzales. Gonzales yep uh besides that that's the end of the show I guess what cool. no, no the fuck else to say
1: besides yeah.
0: hornless yeah. hornless <laughs> yeah you should play that dumb game
1: I mean I already I, I, st- I started up what's it called fucking uh Dragon age again sorry Sean I I can't.
0: Does Sean like that game?
1: Sean, yeah, he he berated us for not liking it oh, when he went on the oh,
0: show. Oh oh, hold on, Sean.
1: <laughs> Do you not remember that?
0: I don't remember that. No, I blanked out on this. Um, like Sean, I'll I'll def- look. I'm I'm totally on your side. Where it's like I I see the I appreciate. Uh, fantasy literature I gotta be honest I really don't care for those, any of those Dragon Age games I
1: started I tried I'm uninstalling it I I, just, I'm just. i just not interested I,
0: I I bought a I paid it 60 fucking dollars I can't believe you pay 60 dollars for I, that game it got a lot of good reviews and I was thinking like well I love Mass Effect and I've always wanted to really like a Dragon Age game
1: yeah I I, I I tried. I tried, Sean. I really did.
0: I reinstalled it, and I wanted to get into it again because, again, I think it would be a fun time waster. No, I made it like an hour
1: in. I'd rather listen like to podcasts and play Binding of Isaac. Yeah, I'm just going to play Bloodborne again. Anyway. So that's the end of the show. Bye. Bye.
0: This has been a Top Count Radio production, executive produced by Daniel Gonzalez and Gabriel Mara. For more shows and information, go to topcountradio.com.